Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, we are hanging out with Julia on this hump hump day, and we have special guest host Stephanie Hansen from The Weekly Dish, our local foodie expert, our local everything expert. Thank you for hanging out with us, Stephanie and Julia. Our local everything expert. Yeah. I'd like to ask you about condoms. <laughs> I'd like to ask you about my sore feet. You know everything. My gout. I'm going with it. She probably's got it. She, you could have an she answer for everything. She probably has something. Okay, here's, here's a new thing. I want to find out if you guys are adults. 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 I'm pretty sure I'm not a adult. Me too. Okay. Child Grant, adult. Grant, you might be. Is this a cuddler? <laughs> Is it a what? A cuddler? No, it's a adult. A okay. kid adult. Oh, no. Yeah. Ellie's a oh, adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ellie is. That's why we For go For sure. Yeah. Okay, but here's what a adult is. It might be completely different than what you guys are thinking a adult is. Okay. It's a, the rising group of adults or adults who buy toys for themselves. Oh. Now makes up 25% of the toy market. Ellie could be a adult. 100%. <laughs> Grant, you we, didn't even We pause. worked with her. We, like, because I'm thinking, like, maybe she'd buy, like, a Pokemon or something. Right. I don't know. She's kind of nerdly like that. Well, so Barbie, you know, have you seen the preview for the new Barbie movie? It was fantastic. I cannot wait. And happy adult Happy Meals are back. Um, people are being drawn to okay, their adult old, Happy Meals. Well, yeah, those can that back. and like even like um, Hot Wheels now. Okay? Yes, Hot so Wheels. Hot Wheels have give they have special limited edition cars out there that these kids don't know about, and it's one is made for every thousand of the other ones, right? So guys will go into Target and they'll go searching through these Hot Wheels and they'll find one, and then they go, you know, they'll put it in their collection or they'll re- resell it. There is this weird way to bring adults into the kid world with the collector side of it. Legos is doing it with the limited See, the sets. The Legos, the limited suit. So yep. one of, um, two of Jeff's grandkids got, you know, the Lego things. And mm-hmm. my kids used to love these. They're and valuable. I remember when you're going all over looking for the Phantom ship back mm-hmm. in the day. And I finally get it and it's missing. It had been open. It had been returned. I mean, I remember toys searching back in the day to find the Wii the right and all that kind of stuff. The Wii. Yes. God, oh, the, the Wii. Wii. The rush of the Wii that year was unreal. Uh, and so I just think, so adults, they're really, it is 60% of the growth, though, in the industry, but they make up 25 so weird. Well, they realize that they have the money to spend on It's nostalgic. Stuff. And, you and know, nostalgic. I heard something on Bradley and Donna. Don's today. I almost said Clean and Bradley, but I'm mm-hmm. self-adjusting. Okay, yeah. so D- Bradley and Don today. And the reason why, and this kind of struck me, we don't share experiences together like we used to as kids. Mm-hmm. We don't share music at the same time. We don't share TV shows at the same time. There's not just three or four stations. They're not just, we don't experience things at the same time at all. Right. Except for like a it's football game. It's an on-demand game, world. A live, it's an on-demand world. Yes. But the weather is something we all have in common. Because Mm -hmm. Bradley was talking about how many tweets are about this weather tsunami or whatever we're having. And just that it is one thing we all have in common. Mm -hmm. Because it's not... Remember the water cooler thing? What was on Melrose last night? I mean, none of that is... 
is happening anymore. So I thought there's not th- even a water cooler. <laughs> we have a water fountain. Just joking. We have a water they, fountain that has the good stuff in it. Yeah, they no. took away our coffee maker. No, it's coming and, back. Yeah. They've re- right. remodeled. It was slow to get implemented back in but seventy. It's coming. I 100% see why companies do this because, like you said, the nostalgic factor is huge. Look at like shows like that '90s show, and I mean, and this happened back for your for generations of other generations when the '70s show came out in the late '90s, early 2000s. Everything becomes in vogue and nostalgic at a certain point in time and right now it's that 90s era which most of those kid adults like me who were born in the mid 80s now finally have a little bit of money yeah and we want to be nostalgic we want to go back and collect the things that we couldn't buy when we were kids because a maybe our parents wouldn't buy them for them we didn't have the money or the means and so now we can so they're not only diving into like hey let's make these toys for these kids let's get these this group of adult males and females who want to collect these things and i'm it even it beyond collection the Lego thing is a piece of mind. It's putting together a oh, puzzle. Oh, yeah. People have puzzles, massive boy. cities of Lego cities. Like, you go to TikTok and see some of these people who... Really? Their entire basement is an entire Lego city. Because they it's, it's an artwork for them. It Like you said, it's therapeutic. It gets them their collection. It's awesome. Do you still... Do you like puzzles? I do. I do. Yeah. I like puzzles. I like doing puzzles at a cabin. Yeah. I've got an idea for people, okay? Because they've tried to come up with all these puzzle savers. And the one that they came up with is this, you know, tube with felt around it. I have that. You roll it, it up. I hate, hate it. it. Hate it. Because hate I it. cannot, you can't move a puzzle piece on felt. So years ago, my uh, mother-in-law had bought me this thing that still is at the cabin. And basically what it is, is cardboard pieces. And so you measure the size, the outline of a thousand piece puzzle, how big you need it. And you can just use a piece of cardboard. So you can start and then you have... A couple more pieces smaller on top of it, and you and it it has to make it through a doorway, and then you put it under your bed to store it, so you can take it out and put it in. But it slides. Nice. You could paint it, spray paint it white. Yeah. But it is a big darn deal for puzzle doers because you can do them at the table, but you can put them away. That's the problem. Yeah. This is would be a great gift, Mm -hmm. Jeff, if you're listening. Kurt (laughs) made me one of those with just a piece of plywood. Yeah, Yeah, but it's heavy. You know, I just. I like the cardboard because it's light, it's durable. You could take a TV box, would be a great way to do that. You know, like those flat screen TV boxes yeah. and cut off each end. Oh, Grant, and there you're thinking. There Get you the exacto knife yeah. out. Yeah. I just, I'm telling you, this is just something fun. And if you did this for, this is a last minute gift. I'll text you. For someone who likes to do puzzles. <laughs> I like puzzles. I, I love puzzles. It takes though, like, why? And this was like during COVID. Oh, yeah. You like... There is something about slowing your mind down oh. and focusing on a puzzle. Nothing Heaven. better. And yeah. Okay. Heaven. I, I'm going to read this book. We picked our books for our book club this year. One of the books is called like Attention Span. Oh dear. It's a psychological um, narrative and also like how to increase your attention span. Oh, let me know how it goes. So yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, maybe, <laughs> as I'm looking maybe, at my cell phone. Maybe right you now. can I see you, Grant. Grant's planning dinner. Um, oh, Stephanie is texting. Well, all I'm just of gonna look it people. up. It's called Attention Span. A group <laughs> oh, no, a groundbreaking way to restore balance, happiness, and productivity. I like it. Find focus, fight distraction. It's one of our books. Right. I don't you know what I what puzzles do to me, it is just this pure thing where I just can get in the zone and put on some good music or yep. I can even watch TV doing it. I just absolutely, but I don't do them at home because I don't have the cardboard pieces. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have a million puzzles and a friend of mine 
we're, an elf puzzle was being passed around. I did it last Christmas in front of my tennis team, just sit it and sent it back. But, you know, I think puzzles are magic. Puzzles are good for your brain, too. Mm-hmm. And so is Wordle. Do you play Wordle? I do, but I've uh, started playing Foodle. Yes, oh, I love Foodle. P-H-O-O-D-L-E. Yeah. And it's harder than Wordle. Don't and they, I don't know why, because all the foods are words are related to foods. You'd one, think I'd two, be three, better four, at it. Five, six, seven. There's seven letters. I mean, it's P H O O D L E. Yeah, because Wordle's only five. Okay, I don't know if um if the words have to be that. So it's food related things. Yeah, it's the same as Wordle. Well, you would They're think just, they would come out with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all food words. I do like doing that. I was really excited about Wordle, but I have fallen off a little bit. I get frustrated. I got it in two yesterday. I was just like. Genius. Do they let you do two? No, I got it in two guesses. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I love it when I get it do in two. Do you use the same word? No. No. I look around me, and then I think of the current events, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Oh. I never use the same word. I like that idea. I mix it up. And then sometimes it takes me, the, you know, I never the whole time, really, but, you know, it's kind of fun. All right, we have to take a break. We will be right back to discuss... Um, I don't know. Have you have you tried a butter candle? Let's talk about that when we come oh back. Oh boy! Oh <laughs> we'll boy! Right the latest trend. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Random thoughts. Here we thoughts. go. Butter candles. Here we and... go, Grant. All right. So here's the things that just happened during the break. Um, <laughs> Grant came over and showed us a video of a man riding his motorcycle. Today. Today. Uh, from 494 on a 62, then on a 35W and a 94, he was out driving his motorcycle. Okay. And, and he had didn't no have face covering No on. face covering. Okay. And his face was as pink as our MyTalk logo. Okay, that was today, and then you're telling me Stephanie sold out her book. I did. I mean, and you, I am so proud of you. I mean, you did it. There are some copies that have floated around, Red Balloon Bookstore, General Store Minnetonka, Barnes & Noble, Dinah, um, Zenith Bookstore in Duluth. Some people have a few here and there, but all my books are gone, and the distribution house is gone, and they've ordered more, but they won't come until January. So I'm just like, okay. Isn't and take that, a break. Take a breath. That's something. You should be so proud of yourself. Thank you. Cool. I think that is that so is. very, very cool. You did it. You asked me a funny question, which is what I'm doing for the holidays. And I just want to tell you the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You ready for yeah. this? Yep. So the 23rd, I'm having 18 people over for ham. And I'm making all the stuff. And then the 24th, I'm making meatballs for 26. The 25th. <laughs> I'm doing a pot roast for 12. Oh, or not a pot roast, a beef roast oh, with yeah. popovers and mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm. And then the 26th, I'm collapsing. <laughs> I can't. I'm done. So I'm feeding like That's 60 people myself. And no. of course, Kurt, Kurt is always super helpful. Sure, but still. It's a lot. I'm done. I'm, I'm having Christmas Eve. But what are you I, serving? I ham, and I went and got it today, and got my potato stuff, and then people are bringing. I'm making my kids bring appetizers. Um, I'm smart, and smart, you know, smart. I, yeah, their time. It's time. I had my sister you bring know? some deviled eggs, and my other sister no, bring I some need, pop. No, I need. I need. I'm done. I'm. I'm just this. I've just been tapped. So I'm so grateful that um, you get some time. Yeah, I get some time. But Do you the, work next week. No, we all have a week of them. We're doing off and we have best ofs. Oh, that's nice. We have best ofs. I I left so hard because I was driving into work behind this car. It was a Honda, <laughs> like fit, a Honda fit. But in the back window, 
is and they're running their windshield wiper is elf <laughs> cut out of elf buddy is just sitting there elf and that's is just cheerful so i'm following the car because i had to turn two and i'm like i just want that cute picture because it makes you smile i yes. love things that make you smile and this is what i want to know would this make you smile because you've done your charcuterie boards on jason's show then it yep. was then it was the kind of the dip boards yep. you know you do which just is putting it all in one place instead of on 17 different plates. Yep. But the latest now is this garlic butter candle. And it's literally a candle that you put wax in and you dip your bread in the candle. Have you heard of these? It's a TikTok trend. I don't do TikTok, but everyone else in the world does. Have oh, you seen boy. this? Okay. I have to. So I, I have so many questions. Questions, please. It's a candle with like melted butter inside it. You you shape a candle and you. All right. So you take you butter. You shape a candle out you, of butter. Out yeah. of butter. And you put a string in the middle of it. And so. And then you put it outside. You know, we yep, wrap so it in saran or tinfoil or whatever it was. But and if you want to herb it or something, you herb your butter. It's a really clever idea for people that have a lot of time on their yeah, hands. That's what I thought. But I don't know. Like, do you want to dip your in bread wax? in someone's butter? I don't know. Well, I don't my know. Bread other places. Hey. I, I, I could see doing it for TV just to Dude, demonstrate take this, it. Take this thing. Yeah, I might just for fun because right I have a segment on the 28th. Oh, good. It might be fun for like a New Year's Eve dinner. Yes, I think it would be. And think of if you were having crab legs or something. Yeah, it could be. You know, could or be. lobster, you just dip it in the candle and you have a couple different candles of different at different heights and widths. Kurt has decided that he's going to perfect uh, baguettes. Oh. Oh. And he used to make them a long time ago, and they were excellent. Yes. And then he just stopped for whatever reason. So he read an article about making baguettes, and there's some technology to it where he's got this little, like, steam bath that he makes in this little pan, and it's kind of involved. And I'm like, oh, please, make baguettes. Because I love bread. I love bread. And a baguette is, like, per- the size is, like, perfect for two people for right. soup or whatever. And then today, I, like, opened the trash, to put, and he had thrown one away. And I was like, no! Why? Because it didn't can, work right? I guess not, but I was like, we could make croutons. Right. We could make bruschetta. Like, we could just make a million things. We could make butter candles. I, the butter candle, I yes. thought, was kind of to a... put dips in <clears throat> bag at it? I think, okay, but why are you so crazy having so much? Is it just because you have the house and you're the entertainer? Um, that's a lot. I, I've, I think that's a lot. It, 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 it is a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A lot. And I, when I was volunteering, was like, okay. 
And I can do it all. Of course you can. But, but it's, it's just like, I know by the time I get to the 26th, yeah. um, I'll be feeling a little yeah. tired and I maybe need some time. This, I want to have fun this holiday. I think I'm moving into that for next year. I, I've worked, you know, even though we go to Bozeman, I work the whole time yeah. during Thanksgiving. And I had Easter last year, worked all time. And I have Christmas Eve last year, worked all time. And so this year, I'm just like doing it ahead, making it easy because I want to enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's it's a lot if you just always have to be the person. All the you things. Know? Yeah, I don't like it. But here's Well, the I'll check in on the 26th and All tell right, you fine. how I did. And we'll see you on the side of the road if you didn't do well. <laughs> Riding on your bike outside in the one believe what you, degree weather oh trying to gosh. get it together. Okay, so here are food trends that they're saying are going to be big for travelers' experiences. Okay. Okay, and what we want in our food. Increased access to caviar. Well, caviar is is delicious. You like it? I do. I like it kind of on like a deviled egg. Okay. I like it on, I like the little teeny tiny delicious eggs on cream cheese on like a bellini or a little biscuit. Okay. But I like it in small doses. Yes. Like a bite or two is good for me. When you see people eating spoonfuls, I'm just like... Yeah, I could maybe eat one spoonful. I I do like the decadence of it, though, and I think that's kind of... People are looking for sort of decadent things. 100% champagne. Yes. Champagne, and now you've got the rosé Proseccos, and you've got all the different Proseccos and stuff like that out. But you think people are just looking for a different experience with decadence. Yes, it's all about experience. And... Because we could, we were stuck at home, and we were doing all these things in our house. People want things that they can't necessarily do at home. Got it. And that's like fried chicken. People don't make fried chicken at home. I never. So they go out for fried chicken. They go out for burgers. They still go out for pizza, but they make all the other stuff at home. Oh, I need to go out more next year. That's going to be my goal. (laughs) Just hit me up. I'll. uh, I'm always looking for people to go out with. I don't go out. Um, vegetable forward menus. Yes. And people are really asking for that a lot. And we're going to see a ton of that in January, February, because everybody does sober January or plant-based January or whole 30 January. I know. Not everybody. There's a lot of sober Januaries. Have you heard about this new bottle shop that is all non-alcoholic things called Marigold? Yes. Where is it? It's in South Minneapolis. It's attached to a hair salon called Honeycomb. And she bought the building, so she opened this little bottle shop next door. She has over 100 SKUs of non-alcoholic wines, uh, THC drinks. She's got just bubbly drinks, uh, non-alcoholic spirits, non-alcoholic beer. I think that'd be great. I wish they were just at my home. Well, you, you're like, you can order them. Yes, I will. And it's called Marigold. Marigold, yep. Okay, I like that. Because you do look for... What else is there to drink? Well, and mocktails. If you have like some cranberry syrup or shrubs or shrubs are great for that. You know, yeah, because I was just serving Julia shrubs. It always goes Because they're so versatile. I know. I know. But you, you've been on the shrub thing. I have been on shrubs for two months. <laughs> I need to get off. I still have cranberry shrubs. I, I remember your shrub yeah. obsession. Okay. I know. I'm fine. I'm moving on. That's okay. I'm going to get know. into maple syrup. <laughs> okay, Elf. I know, right? Right? <laughs> right. maple syrup. All right, jealous. What's All right, everybody. Happy couple days before the day of the day. And for everyone, I hope you're having a happy Hanukkah as well. Okay, so I know how you feel about Harry and Meghan. Stephanie. I do, and I'm afraid to say anything because I 
have heard that you, the Netflix episode makes them appear very sympathetic. Okay, so I watched it. And yes. Have you watched it? That's no, what I wanted to know. And so I'm going to be careful about what I say. Okay. If anyone. Because they still bug me. Wants to call in at 651-641-1071 and weigh in because I was sick of them before the Netflix special and everyone has changed their tune and is feeling sorry for them now well, including jason said he was he loved it and they were persecuted they were persecuted yeah. and for no reason except for jealousy and it it really is just horrid what the british media does to um they were horrible to her okay but also have you watched the crown like, this is not new news. Well, of course. Of course not. Okay, so she should have known what she was getting. Is kind of what not, you're saying? No. Kind of, but no. Because you never know what you're getting until you get it. And I don't really believe that that's, like, where we stop in life and grow. However, um, I think there's a certain amount of this still, even with what I know, that they brought upon themselves. I, I, I think they handled it wrong. I think they were acting immature. I think that emotions were high. I think isolation got to her. I think a lot of things were going on, and I, I clearly think they could have handled it differently, but it's gross. It's gross. It changed my view, but I, it didn't change Bethany Frankel's, and I want to read this to you and get your reaction. Okay. Because Bethany Frankel has said this. Boring. Meghan Markle, Harry Doc is a money grab. Now, when a raggedy, I can't say it, with no talent calls you boring and greedy, do you just send her a thank you card? This is what people are saying. And and, uh, she said, I found it boring. It didn't hold my attention. I I get how they wanted to be humanized. They're relentless. This whole documentary was about how famous they are. If you're being trolled by media, the royal family gave you the advice to say nothing because that's the advice that most very famous people are given. If you add gasoline to fire, the fire blows up even bigger. It feels like they want to. I do question whether if you just want privacy, if making a documentary with Netflix for $40 million is the way you achieve that privacy. I thought it was a hundred million. Whatever the amount is, it's a lot. And I question that. I didn't question her getting a Spotify podcast. I didn't question her wanting to tell women's stories. I didn't question they're doing children's books. I didn't question their charitable work. It's it's when, I get you have to pay your bills. However, I just feel like it is so much about me, 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 why, 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 sad, poor me. Okay. Still. Okay. And it's unfortunate that they were treated horribly. They were treated horribly. They were treated horribly. But it's still move on. Stop being in the media. Stop giving a story every time you turn around. You live behind Glass House in Los Angeles. People don't need to follow you and know about you. Yes, you probably can't go to the grocery store, Mm -hmm. but you weren't going to be able to anyway. Mm -hmm. So move on. Bury the hatchet. Stop it. If you really just want to live your life, do that. Okay. Thank you. I knew. I knew you. Still have so many feels. I know you did. All right, Patty. Patty, you're on my talk. Hi, Patty. (laughs) Did you hear her? Did you watch? I'm sorry, Patty. Stephanie, tell me how you really feel. No, I know, and I, I tried know. not to. And I really felt this way, though. I was so sick of them, and I thought yeah. they. All right, so Patty, what did you think? Did before the documentary and after? I okay. I watched their wedding. I thought their meet cute was darling. I thought they were just a really, you know, I'm 57, so I remember being 16 
and listening to Diana yes. say the vows on the radio at five o'clock in the morning because I was working at a bakery on Randolph and Snelling. Okay. You know, at that time, right? And I just thought, oh my God. So I, I'm not as obsessed with the Royals. Like I give Bradley, you know, he loves the whole thing. Yep. I'm not obsessed so much as it's just like she's been a part of my life in that she was not much older than me, Diana. Yeah. And then her two boys and then that divorce. And, but I lived my life too. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't stop living or, you know, follow, you know, read the tabloids. And then she died. I remember, like people remember when President Kennedy was shot. It is not the same thing. Please don't misconstrue. But my emotional feeling, I was with girlfriends on a girlfriend weekend. We woke up hungover to the news that Diana had died in a car crash. And we all sat there bawling. Yeah, it was significant. It was. Wow. It was a big thing in my life, right? So fast forward. And, you know, Harry was just Harry, right? He did the he did some stupid, stupid stuff. Remember the pictures of him in Vegas? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Partying, whatever. And so when he when I heard that he was dating Meghan Markle, I really didn't know who she was. Honestly, I'd never seen suits. And so it was just kind of like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. And he was so different than William that no, like he knew he was a spare. But he was also in the art or whatever military. Yep, yep, so I yep. was like, they're cute. Yeah. So, they get married, loved it. And then it's just kind of like, okay, they're going to leave and it, whatever. So when I watched this documentary, for me, it was more, I wonder what they have to say that I don't know already. And that's, did, that's you, really, did you find you know it I mean? compelling? Into it. Did you find What's it that? compelling? I don't know that I would find it compelling so much as I thought, now I can appreciate. I don't think, Stephanie, I'm going to disagree with one thing, and I've heard this a lot. I don't think they want privacy as much as they, I don't know, I've got to figure out how to say it. They want to correct the story. privacy as much as he lived a life watching his mother die and living with that and knowing full well how and why she died, how she was treated, how she was treated by the royals, that shaped him. And I feel real bad about that. So don't get me wrong. No, I feel real bad about it. I'm watching The Crown. I've watched the season with Diana. I too was a watcher. And they, you guys keep saying that they didn't ask for privacy. Just to be clear, they did. They did. In their original statement about why he was abdicating his position as the spare, which was not an abdication because they did ask for privacy. Mm -hmm. They wanted their privacy to raise their family. That's what they said. Patty. Thank you for weighing You're in. Welcome. You have, exactly. she has feelings. We all have feelings. And I, and think this I one is am all about everyone's feelings. I'm not, my feelings aren't necessarily like the only feelings. I get it. No, people have, <clears throat> people are all over the board on this one. And that's, I've changed and I continue to change. And Kelly, all right, Kelly, what did you think about the documentary on Harry and Meghan? Well, I was really curious to watch it because I was kind of indifferent about Megan. In fact, in my mind, I almost had her pegged as somewhat of an opportunist. Right. And so I really wanted to see, you know, again, what did I not know? But, you know, when it was all done, I almost felt like an undertone of that there's a real sinister underbelly to the royal family, and it does go back to Diana and how much they control the press. And so when they talk about privacy, privacy in England is a lot different than privacy in the United States. Correct. Right. 
Um, so there's like, but it's the same word, but it's completely different. But when they would do side by sides of newspaper, Kate Middleton's pregnant, Megan's pregnant. She's she's clutching her belly, and they're like, oh, Katie's cradling her bump. And then the headline for Megan was, can she just leave her stomach alone? Right, right. You started seeing that there was this real, real sinister undertone. So I think I came away from it not necessarily thinking, you know, that I understood everything, but I think that it was important to Harry to make it because he wanted he didn't want the same thing that happened to his mom to happen again, but that I think he was almost brave in exposing some of the things about the, the, royal, the royal family, family that aren't, are, are even worse. I guess, than I realized. Yeah, I, I'll be curious, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Kelly, you. Cause... And there is, I would say, this is, there is no question that because she is an African-American woman mm-hmm. or a black woman that she was treated more poorly. And an outsider. Correct. And a this. And so a th- yeah. I, it's hard. That's part of why it's hard for me with her because mm-hmm. she experienced a ton of racism. And how do you separate that from the way that someone treats someone? It's really difficult. Right. So I can't, you know, when Lori's like, they were just mean to her because she, they're racist. I think she was right about that. They are, they mm-hmm. were racist. They are racist. They treat her differently because she's black. And they missed a huge opportunity. But when, what Kelly was just talking about, they do do these side by sides of tabloids. Like, if it happened to Kate, but they were mean to Kate earlier. I was just going to say, they we could so say the exact same thing earlier. about you and Lori. Or, I mean, there's a side to every story. Kate gets that same amount of hatred. She did. And they could find tabloids that felt sorry for Megan. Poor Megan and Harry and then Lazy Kate. Or <laughs> So, while, I mean, that's the narrative they want to tell. I can tell a story with TV graphics. And, and we all wanted to know their side of the story. Well, now we know their side of the story. What happens next? Do they go? I mean, I just want those brothers to be friends. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they can either. It, that's the part that just still bugs me so bad. But it's compelling, Stephanie. I would challenge you in all of your I'm going to watch time. it for sure. Yeah, because I want to know your thoughts. No, on I it. am going to watch it. And yeah. I'm watching The Crown right now, season See, five. So I can I be caught no up when in- I watch it. I have no interest in watching The Crown. Well, I see, want, I'm a royal. I don't want to replay Diana's story. No, but I'm a royal this, watcher. How about, like, how about that story today about that came out that they're yeah. facing backlash because they had the open casket for Diana's funeral and the crown and the crown in the crown. You're talking about the crown right mm-hmm. now, right? That was a. So, have you seen that part yet? No, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, but you guys, I have been following the royals with my we mother for my entire life. We all have. Like, I got up in 1980 and, 80 when they got married at five o'clock, and I went over to my friend Anne's. I did too. My mom too. woke me up when yep. Princess Diana died to tell me it happened. Oh, I yeah. remember. I I'll watching. never forget. I woke up that morning, and my mom told me right away. Yeah, it was, was. It's significant. I we, just just to wrap this okay. up. I still think there's a lot more to the story. I still think that that Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth was a very impressive person, an impressive queen. Um, I, don't I just know. think the story is still being written. I guess yeah. is what I feel about it. I just and I hope, I just hope that they find peace, and that the brothers. You want that for everyone at I the do. end of the day. I do. Yeah, I do. It's. I think it's a toughie. That it's would a be toughie. hard, very hard situation. It's to a deal. toughie. All right, we're going to come back and Hollywood speak like we haven't just been doing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.
We're still we're we're sympath we're empathizing that it's a hard luck li- life when you're a royal. Are we back already? Because I feel like we, we just talked we through have, the whole commercial break. We did, and it has been <laughs> um, a one way conversation. Well, because I'm now shouting about that the royal family has been flawed from the get go. Harry and Meghan are no separate the example. Fantasy, uh, the fantasy that we all had that you're a prince and a princess and all that stuff. You know, they really their jobs. It's terrible for all of them. It's terrible. And it's been terrible for hundreds of thousands of years of royals. And they're, yeah. So it's not going to be great for William and Kate either. No. Because they're always going to be cast as the villains. Always. And they didn't do anything. All right. Here's here's someone I want you to have an opinion about. Oh, boy. You want me to have an opinion? Are you sure? Yes. Yes. Think twice. Yes. Yes. We love your opinion. I'm ready. I'm ready for the opinion. Okay. Okay. So, John Mayer was on a podcast. First of all, you know I obsess about him, right? Okay. So, here. Okay. Okay. So, here I'm going to ask. I find him. And his watch collection. Real hot. And see, he's not my cup of tea. He's really dirty. He's real gross. And I still find him hot. He's not my cup of tea. (laughs) So, here's, here's the sentence. Okay. Dating is no longer a codified activity for me. It doesn't exist in a kind of, it's not patterned anymore. I quit drinking like six years ago, so I just don't have the liquid courage. I just have dry courage. You have to be honest. You have to be really glaringly honest. This is him talking about his womanizer past. Dating is no longer a codified activity for me. I'm still like, I don't even know what that word means. Neither do I. I'm trying to figure this out. But he says, Grant, what does codify mean? I'm looking it up. So, but he said that basically. And he blamed it on the fact that he drank, which is okay, right, I guess. Maybe he made some bad choices. Um, and what he's saying is, I, people think my body's a wonderland is about Jennifer Love Hewitt. I didn't even know a celebrity when I wrote those lyrics, he said. Um, but basically. I'm doing fine now because the left side of my bed is just a row of pillows. I sleep next to a roll of pillows. That stack of pillows doesn't resent or hate me or bring me down. Oh, oh Co- that's just sad. Yeah, codified means to arrange laws or rules into a systematic code. Oh, boy. So he's getting all like metaphysical oh, on beyond. why you're not supposed to be in a monogamous relationship or a relationship in general. Well, here's the okay. end line. Here's the final line. This is John Mayer we're talking about. When I do about a relationship, it will be addictive and awesome and great. He was in a lot of addictive, awesome and great relationships, apparently, according to both the women and him. Yeah. A lot of women yeah. found Jennifer him to have a Aniston, lot of joie de vie. Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Love Hewitt, um, amongst many others. But it, yeah. do you still love him? Yeah, I just I do. Dating is no longer a codified activity for me. I just wanted someone to explain. He, you know how you play that game, um, marry, date, or dump. Yes, he's okay. a solid date. He's a solid date, not even a do. No, he's just a date. He's just a you date. don't dump or you don't marry, and you probably eventually dump because he's got to be immature. Yeah, but he's all creative and up in his head and, and a little it, artsy and weird, just, and that all appeals to me. <laughs> I'm just saying it does. And, and I bet he's a sexy biscuit. And well, I've heard he might have a lot going on in yeah, the Yeah, I guess. In the I drawers. just, I guess, I guess. I just. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not. Hey, no complaints. No complaints. Nope. And he's gotten all these sexy hot women. It's kind of like Pete Davidson well, in some respects. Okay, they remind me of sort of each other a little so bit. So they just came out today on something, something with the um, the most important scoops of 2022 and the most important 
um, the man of the year. Not a, it's just kind of like Pete Davidson, one hundred percent. Because he had, I mean, he wow, his Schwantz and Grubin got around. It got around. He's he, with Emily Rajakowski, right? Brief. No, it's already okay. Over. He's he with was with Kim one. Kardashian. Who was it before Kim? Um, it was Anna De Armas, wasn't it? No, it was Alanis Morissette. It was. Um, oh boy, he had her too. Yeah, he Ariana he's Grande. he really Ariana Grande. Oh, he was engaged yeah. to. Boy, he's been busy, but because and then he left Saturday Night Live, and now he's making his own movies. So he was the TV man of the year. Too, did yeah. you watch his movie King of? Uh, yeah, no, I did. It's good. It is. That's what I heard. It's, it's a study in addiction, but it's good. Yes, and it's quiet, and it's kind of a good movie. I like how you said study in addiction. Definitely. Yeah, because you leave it just like, wow, there's all these feels about all the addicts in the movie and yes. the codependency and the blah, blah, blah. But was he a big addict? In the in the movie, yeah. Because this movie. is this is bio. And his mom is completely addict. codependent. And she's played by Melissa Torme, who's great. I love her. Mm-hmm. And then a stepdad comes into the picture and, you know, I mean, you've had a Wasn't few stepdad. Bill yeah, it yeah. was actually. Yeah, she's Bill so funny. Stepdads you, are funny because you you're, know you've had a few stepdads. Well, and I have two stepdads and yep. stepmoms, and like all of a sudden you're an adult, and these people come into your life, and it's like, oh, here's your new dad, and you're like, Wait, you mean when I introduced my boys to Jeff and said, just call him Daddy too? Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, okay, really? Wow, like, all right, no. and and that's almost funnier, I know, you know, I because said that like. At some point, you meet this person on an adult basis, and you look at each other as adults sitting across the table. Right. And would you want to hang out with this person or spend time with this right. person if you didn't have to? Like that's what you got to decide. Okay, you're so. Funny. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, listen, this I'm, is what I am over caffeinated, underslept, and you have pretty hair. <laughs> and I have sixteen <laughs> meals to make, and I haven't showered in three days. Are you I'm walking a real in today? Don't judge I me. I just said, don't judge me. I, I You know what's so funny? Is I'm still wearing my workout clothes from here, this morning. Lori, I have dog I say hair all over my her. shirt. My favorite line is, at least you don't, Lori says to me, at least you don't look like a rat today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Grant, Grant listens, kind of Remy. Listens, and Lori just <laughs> tries to poke me and get my goat and it doesn't happen. And she just, just she just keeps going. Oh, I said the other we don't laugh, look like a rat today. So, no, we just laugh so hard about it. And I'm like, are you done yet? And she's like, well, no. I got a couple more. I got a couple more right here. <laughs> I'm going to keep gonna going at you. Yeah? I'm going to try them out on you. Let's just see what oh, happens. That's funny. Oh, it is funny when she comes in just all hot and heavy. She mm-hmm. just does. That's she, right. She's, we all, and this is a sad point of my talk, and I don't know if this is maybe why the station's still successful or why we're going to be a dumpster fire, but we all are becoming more of ourselves. Oh, oh yeah. Like we are just leaning into who we are. We're comfortable across with each the board. Other. And it's going to get a little weird in our older ages. Ugh. Okay, tell me, we have one second left. I think we have a minute left. Britney Spears reaches out to her estranged mom, Lynn Spears. And uh, after no coffee for 15 years, mom, can we go have coffee together now? Dot, dot, dot. I'm treated as an equal. Let's have coffee and talk about it. I pray that I they it. stop doing this on Instagram and have coffee. Every kid needs their mom. Yes. I pray, Even if your mom's no, crappy. 100%. She needs somebody. You need, yeah. 100%. I love this. I hope it's true. But I hope I, it's true. Like you said, I hope. I wish they would do it more behind closed doors. There's you know? nothing. Brittany likes to be out loud. I know. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, if, I really, if this is true, I'm really happy to hear me it. Me too. Because she needs, I know both of her parents were terrible to her, and I know that they have a lot to make up for, but... I think if you can have a parent in your life, if you have the ability to, 
You should always try to. And the, pick the mom, not the dad. Oh, 100%. Because the dad actually the fleeced no, you. Yeah. And no, I don't know if the mom like legitimately fleeced her or it was just like a transition of trying to take care of her. Play going along with the... Yeah, yeah I don't know I either. don't know, but I it seems either, like but if I have I'm to pick hopeful. sides, I might be on the moms on this one. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> since we're picking sides with every conversation. <laughs> okay, when we come back, I know you're not going to have any opinions about this, but they released the 100 best movies of all time oh, I today. love lists like and this variety. at the end of the variety, year. On yeah. Variety. And I'm going to say it's an interesting, we're only going to go through the top ten. And is it like in order? So the number one best movie? Yeah, I'll oh, tell you I what it wait. is. I've got the top ten okay. of these, but they Let's are interesting. I'm sure I'm going to like it. I'm going to wait to see how you guys feel. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 